Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's talk with the Dopey Millennials Show. Dump the old ish, upgrade to the new. From Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio, 99 The Game, and the Odyssey app. It is the Dopey Millennial Show. Hope you're having a happy new year. We're now into the year 2024. Some some really good football is happening right now. As Alabama and Michigan are playing in the Rose Bowl, I mentioned it earlier. I just think that scene is incredible out there in Pasadena. Uh, But right now, it is Michigan up. Number one, Michigan up 13 to 10 on number four, Alabama, as they start the third quarter uh, underway. Uh, this is one of those, you know, we've been having all of the the conversations of deserving to be in and, and what happened with this final year of the 14 playoff. I looked at it as I, I was one of those like, all right, I'm fi- I'm fine with it. I really was. I had no issue with Florida State being left out of the playoff because um, I just didn't think that who Florida State played this year, um, that you know they didn't dominate anyone, they didn't play a relatively tough schedule, and they lost their, their best player in Jordan Travis and all of those things. I, I know all of the people who are out there – but fair, fair, fair. You know, it's the whole, but it should be fair. No, none of this has ever been fair. Uh, and, and it's a discussion we're going to get into uh, in just a second. But I, just, I find it interesting. This game is more competitive than I expected it to be. I will not lie. I thought Alabama would be up by 10 at this point. Could win by 17, something like that. Like, I just... That would not have surprised me at all, and instead, right now, it's a pretty uh, pretty close game. But let's go from talking about Alabama and Michigan to our local college football team and let's get into Reporter's Take. Bringing you the sound of the street, this is Reporter's Take on the Dopey Millennial Show. All right, me as a reporter here at 92.9 The Game. Actually, I, I covered Georgia this season, uh, just opted not to go to the Orange Bowl, much like why a lot of people may not have watched that game. 
because at the end of the day, it didn't count. It just it did not have the same importance that we had seen in the past from a game like that. And so I wasn't going to go to the trouble of covering that and changing my schedule and all those sorts of things. There's plenty of, of Atlanta media covering the dogs um, as they should, you know, and uh, they got a, a lot of great love. But it was just one of those situations where if they were in the playoff, I'd have been there. However, Orange Bowl, nah, I'm I'm not really, uh, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, like I said, make all the the necessary changes to my schedule for a game that at the end of it, great for Georgia, great for Florida State, as far as, you know, getting to play in one final game of the season. But as we have put importance on other things, other games like the Orange Bowl, when it is not a part of the four-team playoff, uh, lose their level of importance. However, the Dogs just dominated. And I love, you know, I was on the air on Saturday, and I and I missed one very important thing because I carried on about how Georgia showed through this whole thing that, you know, convincing their guys that this is still a game worthy of being played while Florida State went out here and had a million opt-outs and guys transferring, all this sort of stuff, that this was a very uneven game. And it still was. But I had been, I got reminded literally the moment I got off the air on Saturday, uh, all weekend long, of Georgia was missing five starters and had 21 players in the transfer portal. Like, you're, you're not going to tell me. And a lot of those guys, you know, like I, I think of uh, Jamon Dumas Johnson, like, that is a big presence that you lost on the defensive side of the football. So this whole conversation went of, you know, oh, Georgia at full strength, Florida State missing all of these guys. That was not the case. And yet, Georgia's guys were just better. I loved, too. Here was the other part of this whole game that this is just for, like, the sicko Florida State fans who were trying to come to terms with just getting absolutely boat raced out of this one is the conversation of, well, you know, Georgia really didn't start picking up this game until it was their twos and threes against Florida State's twos and three. And then that's when this game really got out of hand. Like it was still 14 to three there for a while in the first half. And uh, that's cute. That's uh, have that. If, if that's how you, you know, how you, uh, deal with your emotions of getting just absolutely rocked 63 to three. It was so much fun uh, during that show on Saturday is every time we came back from break, I'm pretty sure I was announcing another touchdown that Georgia had scored in that one. Uh, so just absolutely insane to, to see uh, Georgia do what we kind of expected them on some level. But then when you watch it play out, it's still uh, insanely impressive. So I, I want to get to some audio though, of Kirby Smart, who, you know, much of that discussion being on our guys' plate, even though, you know, Brock Bowers, Marius Mims, uh, and others were out of this one, 21 players in the transfer portal for Georgia, and yet they were still able to put on that type of performance. One guy who didn't sit this game out, it sounded like, when Kirby Smart talked about this, it sounded like this was one player that Kirby Smart was totally fine with 
opting out of this game, and yet he didn't do it. Listen to the uh, – this is just an absolutely incredible recruiting promo that, that Kirby Smart cuts talking about Kamari Lasseter. Kamari Lasseter had a 1-2 grade, first, second round grade, and Kamari had to make a tough decision like all these other people. And I called Kamari in and I talked to him and I told him, Kamari, you should come out for the draft. That's my opinion. You're one of the top corners in the draft. You've got to make that decision. Okay, that's one decision. Then the second decision is you got to decide if you want to play in this bowl game. I don't know that you got a lot to gain in this bowl game, Kamari, but I do know who you are. And I do know how you practice, and I do know how you lead. But I'm not going to be disappointed in anything you decide. He came back about three or four days later, and I met with him and his mom and talked to him and fully expected him not to play in this game. He called me two days later, said, Coach, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sitting out. I'm over there coaching. I can't do it. I want to be out there. I want to play with my guys. And I, I think he did it against his mother's will, to be honest. Now, I don't know that. But I think he did it against his mother's will because that's who he is. So all these teams that go shopping, this dude right here wants to play football. That's all he cares about is playing football and his teammates. He ain't worried about the next thing and all that and all that. He said, I want to play football. And he played football for the University of Georgia. And he did it when he didn't have to do it. And that's what's different at this place than a lot of other places. Thank you. That is what's different about this place than a lot of other places. That's why I said before I played that, it was an incredible, just just absolute, I loved hearing Kirby go on about this because you know what he's like he's recruiting. He is recruiting in this. Now he is he like in recruiting, it is when you show love to your players. So incoming players, they're like, wait, oh, coach is gonna show us love like that just for just for playing, just for being there. Um yeah, because that's how much it meant to Kirby to see a guy like that who is going to be a, as he, as he said, Kamari Lasseter is going to be a first, second-round pick. At least that's how he's been graded for this year's NFL draft. And for him to go with that option of, you know what, I I would rather play in this game for my guys. Like, you, you hearing, hearing Kirby talking about Kamari being like, no, initially I wasn't going to, but I just I got to be out there with my guys. It shows a different mindset. Um and, you know, it, it is it is one that we typically um, talk against, which is, like, d- you got to do what is best for you. Now, when it benefits you and the team, both of those things are great. Uh, and I think because we had seen those injuries in the past of, that have happened to top draft picks uh, in these, quote-unquote, meaningless games, you know, then you get into situations where um, a guy like, you know, Kamari might have wanted to sit this one out, but uh, Kirby just did an incredible job of showing we're different at the University of Georgia versus others. And uh, I, I think he you had to love it just as a fan, but then also what it does for recruits. All right, quickly, uh, before we get out of here, I do want to play the audio uh, of Kirby Smart talking about, and this was his kind of his rant at the end of his conversation about the fact of, you know, hey, college football, if you're going to have these games that matter, um, then make them matter. Otherwise, we're going to continue to have this. And let's listen to what Kirby had to say about, you know, college football. You need to figure this one out. Let me say something on that because you didn't ask me that question. 
and maybe I'm wrong here, and maybe this will be a bad soundbite, but people need to see what happened tonight, and they need to fix this. It needs to be fixed. It's very unfortunate that they, who has a good football team and a good football program, are in the position they're in. And everybody can say it's their fault and it's all their own problem. All right? And everybody can say that we had our guys and they didn't have their guys. I can listen to all that. But college football has got to decide what they want. And I know things are changing. And I think things are going to change next year. And you know what? There's going to still be bowl games outside of those. People got to decide what they want and what they really want to get out of it. Because it's really unfortunate for those kids on that sideline that they had to play. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. In that game, they didn't have their full arsenal. And it affected the game 100%. College football has decided what it wants. It wants a playoff system. And as soon as you introduced a playoff system into college football, you lost any true meaning outside of the meaning that people create for their individual teams uh, of, of it truly mattering. Like that was the whole thing. The BCS system, as imperfect as it was, all of those bowl games mattered. Uh, under this playoff system, Kirby's right. We're getting further and further away from these bowl games outside of the playoff mattering. But this is what college football wanted. They wanted a more fair system. Uh, and then all the schools, I mean, they wanted the television rights for the, the playoff because it makes a lot more money. All right. When we get back, going to get into an Ask the Dopey. Producer Dom is going to ask me some questions as, uh, well, he's a dopey himself, too. So it's a dopey asking a dopey. Uh, we're going to get into some some fun stuff as we roll along on this New Year's Day show. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. And more from the Dopey Millennials show is on. As a millennial, I'm part of the most advanced crop of humans that our species has ever seen. From Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. It is the Dopey Millennial Show. I'm Caleb Johnson here with you, taking you up until 10 o'clock this evening. We'll have all of your updates going on of the college football playoff semifinal games. Currently, Michigan, number one, Michigan is up on number four, Alabama, 13 to 10 in the third quarter. Uh, I'm going to throw this question out there because I'm going to answer it for you myself in 20 minutes. But I also want to hear from you. We're going to go to the phone lines, 404-726-0929. I have four New Year's resolutions for our Atlanta sports teams, and I'm I'm act- I have one for Georgia too. So I'm gonna group them in. I know, I know, not Atlanta. I get it. We're not doing that whole thing. Come on, guys. 2024. You know, be positive. Anyways, I just I tease because I know that sets some people off. The minute you include Athens into Atlanta, it's like, don't you dare. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I I get it. Um. You know, I, we don't have to go through uh, what's her name song of what is oh, not Amaretta. Atlanta. Yeah, Amaretta. It's not Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> as she sat at Truist Park in well, Marietta. Was, right. I was gonna say you know, you're not even in Atlanta. It's in fine. Area. It's so much. It's, it's fine. But uh, uh, but yeah. So New Year's resolutions for our Atlanta sports teams. I have four that I'm gonna tell you about in the uh, coming up at 7:40. But I want to hear from you. So we're also going to take your phone calls as well. 404-726-0929. I imagine a lot of you have quite a few New, Year, New Year's resolutions for our Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I, I, I have just slight imagination. I, I can wonder. I can ponder. But I would love to hear from you. So, uh, like I said, coming up uh, at 740-404-726-0929. It's the number to call about uh, New Year's resolutions for our Atlanta sports teams. However, now we're going to get into an Ask the Dopey. I am a, not the, I I feel like I have stolen that now a little bit of (laughs) being the Dopey Millennial at the uh, station here at 99 The Game. But uh, all of us young millennials, Dom included, uh, fall under this. So a Dopey is going to ask another Dopey, a few questions. So, Producer Dom, take it away, sir. Correct. So, we've got a couple questions here, and uh, one of them we will start off right off the bat. Uh, obviously, we'll talk some Falcons. I wanted to ask, obviously, quarterback is going to be the big question next year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you three options. One of the options you can kind of swap out. Um, but if you can only choose one of these guys, okay, who would you have? Hit me. Justin Fields, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. or... Jaden Daniels, however, you can swap Jaden Daniels out for any rookie not named Drake May or Caleb Williams because obviously the Falcons will have no shot at them. Yeah. Okay. My inclination is Justin Fields. Now, I feel this way Mm -hmm. because I, four years ago, wanted him in Atlanta in that draft. Right. Um, I think there was a, and it has nothing, well, and it's some to do with Kyle Pitts. But it does not necessarily have to do with Kyle Pitts. It was this idea of uh, new regime takes over. Or did I say four years? It's three years ago. Um, but yes, three years. Well, I guess now it would be four. It would be going into his fourth. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Made that. Just want to be correct on that. <laughs> um, but new regime taking over the franchise. Um, you know, taking us in a new positive direction. 
felt like uh, a great time of usher in new young quarterback under the tutelage of a guy who had been in the NFL for forever and Matt Ryan. Right. Um, I know they have very different skill sets as far as, you know, Justin, you know, using his legs and that sort of thing. Um, But I just felt like bringing in young quarterback, especially because Justin fell in that, you know, quote unquote, fell in that draft uh, and was available for you that you go that direction and, you know, maybe this whole franchise right now is in a different position than it is. However, you chose the, the, what, uh, what Colin Coward calls it, the, the, uh, the icing instead mm-hmm. of the cake, you yeah. know, and yeah. going for the skill positions and drafting a guy who was, you know, at the time called this, this unicorn tight end is just going to, to change the game, take over, uh, feels like we we this is you know th- that was the first time that we heard that again with with Bijan, um, but with Kyle you know for for whatever reason and there are plenty of reasons that you can get into uh, has not worked out perfectly at least the way that you had imagined it um, and so now you're you're looking for a quarterback once again um, and I think you go and you've got you've got the guys in the front office right now. Uh, and Ryan Pace, who drafted Fields, mm-hmm. and I feel like if he was willing to put his career on the line at that point in Chicago, obviously he got him fired. Uh, but I have to imagine he feels pretty strongly about Justin Fields' talent. And so when, and I say when because I feel very strongly that Justin Fields is going to be available uh, through a trade. Uh, and this is not, and this is another thing. I see fans throw this whole thing out there of. Well, you can trade for Justin and then just go on the contract that he's currently playing on um, and, uh, you know, and, and pick up his fifth-year option. You're only tied to him for a couple of years. If you're giving up the assets for a guy like Justin Fields, you are signing him to a contract. You are signing him to a new long-term deal. You're going to spend the uh, – you know, I've seen people throw out the number of $200 million. I don't think it would take that – to, to sign Justin Fields. However, somewhere in that ballpark of what other big names have gotten, sure, because we do this whole thing where in a couple of years, that contract is not going to be nearly as big as long as it's not, um, you know, it's not. don't give him a fully guaranteed contract, which I wouldn't expect them to do um, because everyone has gotten out of doing that now um, after Deshaun. But getting back, sorry, long-winded, getting back to your point <laughs> of uh, – of Justin Russell or drafting someone, um, I my way is if if I'm drafting someone this year, I'm getting up to one of those top two picks. Um, and if not, do I really? Uh, and because I feel like if you're drafting, if you're going after that, you're going after the guy you want, not after the guy who happened to fall to you. Now, I know that is counterintuitive to what I've said about Justin Fields, but I felt like Justin Fields was a guy that the Falcons could have gone after in that draft, and he happened to fall to them. Um, I just feel like where the Falcons are going to be drafting, a guy falling to them, um, you know, is that a guy that you are truly tied to? 
um, and have the Falcons front office made the best decisions about who they've gone after in the first round. I question them. I love Bijan. Was that the the need that you needed in that draft? Was Drake the best wide receiver in that draft? I think we're you know we're we're still pondering that. Right. And then of course going back to Kyle, you know, was that the best the best decision there? So I tend to lean on Terry Fontenot knocked it out of the park with his free agent signings, and I trust more of of his uh, pro um, evaluations. Yeah, evaluations yeah. and his college ones. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Me personally, as far as what I would like to see, I think I do agree. I I would like to see Justin here. I I'm not as sold on the fact that Chicago is going to trade him as you are. That's fair. Um. But I also threw out the idea of, hey, you could sign Russell Wilson and draft a guy and have a guy like Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix or whoever it is sit for a year or two. Just yeah. something to throw out there. All righty, next question. So, obviously, you touched on it a little bit with the officiating being the issue uh, on Saturday night with the Cowboys and uh, Lions game. Mm-hmm. My question to you is, one, will – the NFL do anything well first will they address that they have an officiating problem first and foremost and if they do address it will they do anything to actually change it like what realistically what changes could be made to make officiating better in your mind I think the NFL has a really tough uh, situation to deal with when it comes to this because it does not want I know Roger Goodell and and you know the NFL does not want to open the door to, hey, our officials, you know, make really bad decisions. Um, now, I, I'm curious to see how Roger handles this because I think they could get off by doing something um, that would make them look good and also not make it look like they're punishing all officials. I think if they specifically go after Brad Allen – and his crew, because they're the ones now who have been a part of three, multiple. four yeah, different calls. Yeah, um, yeah. There was the the blatant um, pass interference call that was missed yep. in the Kansas City Green Bay game. Yep. Um, then there was New Orleans and Atlanta that that crew was on. That was there. You know, did Caden Ellis? Have right. a pass interference call in that yeah. game that potentially could have changed things for the Saints in that one. Uh, but this one, I, I think the thing that's that's killed them is usually in these situations, there are two guys who go out of their way almost uh, to try to not cover this up, but change the conversation around it. And yeah. it is Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter. And those two guys immediately Both. jumped on. Yes. Oh, these guys were wrong. And we've got now all of this proof because the NFL can go and check the mics of, of the officials and, you know, and uh, um, the, the lions players who clearly went in and told the official what was happening there. And the fact now that we know, from uh, uh, from MCDC that he on a piece of paper wrote, wrote this da- play down. That's that's the most damning thing. To yeah, me, is is how mad Dan Campbell was afterwards when he said we went over it in meetings before the game. Mm-hmm. 
so like there it just it really looks bad. It well, really looks bad. Because we all know the league would have never done this up in New England. This is the like that man up in New England lives on this t- like the reason why offensive linemen have to report is because of Bill Belichick. Like, yeah, remember with his uh, with his deal where uh, who was it that they played? I think I can't remember who it was. I, I'm blanking I can't on what it right game now. It was but they got upset because they had a lineman who came in. It was a lineman that came in and reported as I'm not eligible or something like that, or a tight end mm-hmm. that said I wasn't eligible, and it threw some stuff off. And they were like, "Well, I mean, like technically they can do that." Yeah, kind of. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Maybe. (laughs) But then the league was like, all right, Bill, we're not going to let you be shady. And, you know, guys not know, like, we're going to have you. And so the genius of of MCDC and the Detroit Lions to have a guy fake report. So he runs out there, but he doesn't say anything to the official while the guy who was actually reporting says something to the official. And the official just gets it wrong after it was explained to you before the game, is, yeah, I think... And you make eye contact yeah. with the guy. Mm-hmm. You make, like, it's clear he's in your line of sight, and he's talking to you, and, like, you make direct eye contact with Taylor Decker. I just, I I, I don't get it. <laughs> That's the thing, is I, I don't think not allowing Brad Allen and his crew to be a part of the postseason is enough. Um, I think you got to fire him. I think you yes. you but but yes. you but Roger can get away with this because Roger can go that was the problem like now we're all good and you know people will complain yeah, and go hey well that wasn't the only one yeah, but it's, it's a few bad apples yeah but we got rid of the worst apple exactly you know uh, and I feel like that will get enough people to make that conversation go away quite honestly uh, so I, I think I mean that's how I would handle it if I were Roger um, I'm not sure. You know, which direction he's going to. It's got to be addressed, though, because it was just way too obvious. And you affected the outcome now. Two games for sure, potentially a third game. And, you know, what could have changed things for New Orleans in that uh, in that Saints-Falcons game, which, whoo, now we come to a point. Next Sunday, 1 o'clock, Falcons-Saints. Falcons win. And uh, Carolina wins. Falcons are in the playoffs. Who? What? Just what a crazy situation. All right. Coming up next, we're going to continue. Uh, or, or I'm going to tell you. Not continue. I'm going to tell you my four New Year's resolutions for our Atlanta teams. And I want to hear from you as well. 404-726-0929. Your New Year's resolutions for our Atlanta teams. Coming up next, Sports Radio 92 on the game and the Odyssey app. Long. Back. Let's get back to the show now. It's the Dopey Millennials Show. Get out of your mind! From Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, and the Odyssey app. It is the Dopey Millennial Show. I'm Caleb Johnson here with you. You know, I'm laughing. I, I see on social media, apparently people are complaining about all the commercials in this uh, first semifinal game, the Rose Bowl between Michigan and Alabama, that it is heating up to be a really good game. And I love that. I just, I I hate the fact of so many times we've gotten to these semifinals and one or both has been a blowout. I do think based on the teams that that were picked this year, um, I thought if anything, this had the potential to be a blowout. Um, and it is not heading that direction, which I love just as a college football fan. But apparently people are complaining about, uh, I saw someone say, as the sun sets in uh, in Pasadena, beautiful Rose Bowl, the uh, ESPN has decided to go to commercial to sell us car insurance. And it's like, do you guys not remember all of those Fox broadcast games this season where and you know what was getting me to tune it was it was Ohio State and Colorado early in the season that I was tuning in for just to figure out how good they were and it was like every couple of minutes it was like all right and we're gonna take a break we're headed to commercial like Gus Johnson it, it felt like just the the comedy of of Gus coming back from break and yeah. and saying you know fifteen seconds of something and then well I'll be right back and another 30, commercial. yeah and then- yeah. A word at, back from this, a word from our sponsors. Yeah, exactly. Um, which, and, and I love, I, I can't remember, but I don't think, like, college football doesn't do the whole, um, we'll put a commercial and keep the game in the same screen thing. Yeah, like if, they, it's like a, if it's like a 30-second uh, timeout or something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much, like, they just do cutaways straight to commercial for yeah. long stretches of time, which is always interesting, too, and in how, like, that affects players on the field. Um, because you really don't realize it until like covering Georgia this year, going from the CBS games and then playing. And I'm trying to, I'm blanking who it was. It was in the middle of the season, but they were on the SEC uh, network plus, like not on the SEC network, but SEC network plus and ESPN plus those games went so much faster because it was just like, we've got very small inventory of commercials we have to cut through. Otherwise, we're just going to play football. Um, but I find that hilarious that, that people complaining now about the commercials. And I'm thinking, man, yeah, I've seen so much of this earlier in the year. And also, like when we get to this conversation about the college football playoff, it is about the television. It is about the commercials and the money that can be made by selling these commercials in these games because we were all arguing about we want what is fair. All right. I want to turn the conversation over to something that uh, I've wanted to get into all show with it being New Year's Day. We talked about, you know, New Year's resolutions and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and I'm not big into New Year's resolutions per se for myself, uh, just because I tend to know of like anything. I, I'm one of the, I hyper fixate on stuff. So like. If I want to lose weight, like I'll hyperfixate on going to the gym at some point this year. You know, it'll it'll happen rather than forcing myself in January with all of the busy people and then, you know, the typical thing of everyone goes to the gym and by February it all thins out. That whole that whole bit. But when it comes to our Atlanta sports teams, buddy, do I have some New Year's resolutions that I want for our teams. And if you do as well. Well, I'm talking Falcons, Hawks, 
Atlanta United, Georgia football. Like if you have a Braves, if you have a New Year's resolution that you want for our sports teams here in the state of Georgia in Atlanta, uh, call us up, 404-726-0929. That's the number to call. All right, so I'm going to get into my first one because it is Falcons-related, because it has been a hot-button topic for quite some time. And uh, I just I think the one thing that I'm excited about is, now I still want a win next Sunday. Don't for a sec. I'm not one of those people, and I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't like you people who are. And you know who I'm talking to. Fricky was talking about them earlier today. Was he? Yeah. I And I've got a friend of mine, close friend of mine, love him dearly, but he has been since like five weeks ago just been like, what are the, what are the Falcons doing trying to win every week? I don't know. Keep their job? Like put out a good performance? Like that, that's the thing is like no, no one actually – wants to tank except for ownership in certain situations. Absolutely no one on the field coaching or playing exactly. wants to tank. Yeah. And you see what happens when teams purposefully not necessarily uh just tank or, you know, go the direction of we're going to choose what's best for us financially over uh what's best for the team and the whole Russell Wilson situation and how terrible that is. They want to win Every single week, and I want them to win next week, and I want Carolina to beat Tampa Bay so this team can be in the playoffs. Um, however, the the thing that has to be addressed, because I feel like I've looked at so many different metrics when it comes to the Falcons and things that have improved, and we know the one position that makes such a difference on the field is quarterback. What have we dealt with all season? And it, and going into this season too, like it was it was what we thought last year. It was like, okay, if we can just get competent quarterback play, this team could be pretty good. And when you look at Sunday, I know there are some defensive issues with this team, no doubt, uh, that that showed up on Sunday. However, if we had competent quarterback play, you're not going to tell me that we're not in that game against Chicago. So my number one, number one New Year's resolution, uh, four things that I've got that I want resolved by our Atlanta teams this year. Number one, commit to a quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. And I know I spent some time on this on Friday Talking about the whole, you know, we we've been in the non-committal stage. We've been on the uh, let's let's call it what it is. We've been in the friends with benefits. We've been on the like, hey, this is gonna help us both out. It's gonna either a with with uh, with last year, it's going to Mariota revive your career, and then it's gonna make us look good all in the same thing, or in Desmond Ritter situation, we're gonna show that. You know, teams shouldn't have overlooked you. And the fact that we drafted you in the third round and we're making this work. Um, but being non-committal to a quarterback and the whole thing of being like, well, we're going to go in on Desmond Ritter, but if it doesn't work out, I mean, we can drop him in a second. Um, no, I want my front office committing to a quarterback in 2024. They could get it wrong. 
Like that's the that's the thing that I I have to come to terms with is just the simple fact of they could get it wrong, but I want them to commit because and I think it's part of it too. It's like get fired because you committed, because you made a decision. You went in on this guy. And if it doesn't work, all right. I look at it as at least you tried. But this whole thing we've done for the last couple of years of we're going to make it work. You know, we're, we're going to try to to piece it together. And as long as we just don't get terrible quarterback play, we'll be all right. And then we get terrible quarterback play for two straight seasons. And now we're looking at another year under 500 uh, and 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 hoping, fingers crossed, that a whole weird you know scenario can happen in Week 18, and we can make the postseason. So my number one New Year's resolution: things I want resolved by our Atlanta teams in 2024. Falcons, I want to commit to a quarterback. All right, I I want to get through uh, the rest of these, but I do also at the same time want to take your phone calls because I want to hear from you guys what you want as your New Year's resolution. Uh, for our Atlanta teams in 2024. So let's go to the phone line. 404-726-0929 is the number to call. Uh, we've got Dexter in Covington. Dexter, what's your New Year's resolution for our Atlanta teams you want to see? I'm like you, man. I, I want a quarterback. Really, I just want a team that can compete because I'm, 50, I'm about to be 55 this year, man, and you know how long I've been going through it. I've been a fan all my <laughs> yep. life. I'm serious, man. I've been a fan all my life. No other team, you know, my team. And it, it, it hurts to watch what's going on when we could have made decisions in the draft to get what we needed to win. I don't care who we get at quarterback. I don't want to sit and wait. Oh, here we go. We got to wait next year to make him. We got to rebuild so this mm-hmm. guy can learn under somebody. I mean, that's me waiting again. Mm-hmm. So just get somebody in here that we can trust to run this offense and win some games. I'm tired of turning on my TV on Sunday, and I'm tired of tearing my TVs up. So get me somebody in here to win, and I'm gone, big dog. All right, I appreciate it, Dexter. I'm 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 with Dexter. Getting somebody to win, and I I'm with Dexter as well. And this is the whole thing is like you know, and I'll go back and forth with so many of my coworkers here at 99 the game. We get into the weeds of specifics, and I and I keep getting told why not to go with this, why not to go with Justin Fields, why not to go with Russell Wilson, why not to go with Kirk Cousins, why not to go in the draft and go to with Jaden Daniels. And my whole thing is, you gotta go after, like, commit. That's what. That's why my whole thing is, stop doing this whole we're in it for a year or two, and we can drop this person as soon as like. And to the people who I and I've heard this brought up as well as like, well, Caleb, I mean, who was out there last year? All right. Beside, and we had the conversation on Saturday about Lamar Jackson and I broke it down. Lamar was not really out there. And there were a lot of reasons why Lamar was not really out there that Lamar this year playing at his MVP level has kind of made everyone who wasn't interested in him look dumb now. But hindsight's twenty twenty, and that, that whole bit. But, uh, I mean, you, you didn't go after Baker. Like, there, there were other names out there that you didn't go after because you were all in on Desmond Ritter, and it backfired on you. 
and it could cost you your job if you're Arthur Smith. Um, because I think it is not his decision to make, but he is much he is just as much involved in this um as you know as as Terry Fontenot is in the front office. They make these decisions together, right? So um, you know, and that is why that is my thing. And I feel like we spent this entire time talking about quarterback, but that's because that is how vital that role is in the NFL and is to the Falcons. And I'm right with Dex that like, man, I just, I want to be proud of my team and I want them to be competitive. All right. Uh, before I continue with uh, my other new year's resolutions that I want to get to for our Atlanta teams, let's go to the phone lines again. 404-726-0929 is the number to call. Uh, let's talk to TJ in Gainesville. TJ, what's your New Year's resolution for our Atlanta teams? Oh, man, there's so many New Year's resolutions. Right. But, uh, nah, like like you said, the quarterback, I feel like the same way with the quarterback or whatever. Like, we really need a quarterback. But with our, uh, you know, head coach, I feel like maybe we need to think of something on him. But, I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm kind of – I like him, but, you know, I just feel like Justin Fields would be probably the best option. I mean, I don't see no Russell Wilson. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't don't blame you. I appreciate the phone call, TJ. Um, I I think I'm also dying laughing at the fact that it just seems this is so obvious and synonymous in Atlanta that we're like, please, please, will somebody bring us a quarterback in the city that we can love again? Um, You know, and I'm also thinking about, all of and and I gotta put my I gotta put my hand up in there as well at the end of the Matt Ryan tenure that I was like, man, I mean, can we just get somebody else in here? And then Matt goes, and you're like, you know, that uh, that slow guy really wasn't that bad, you know, man, he's just a perfect <laughs> gentleman in the media, and uh, really seemed to get this offense, you know, just it was average. It felt like just. Not, and, and then we see the new levels that it can steep to. Um, all right, we're going to continue taking your phone calls. 404-726-0929. I'm going to tell you my other New Year's resolutions for our teams in Atlanta. Also address what TJ was mentioning there about the head coach as well. It is the Dopey Millennial Show. Sports Radio 989 The Game and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 